The drip queen herself who replenishes the dehydrated. 80-90% of the world is chronically dehydrated. That's that your camera right there. That is Hello, dedicated all to you. There's my camera. We're hooked up right now. You, sir, have the pre-party potion. What we're giving you, basically, you got a little backpack to go to war with now. So I can get totally blasted tonight. Come tomorrow um, when we have the intervention for you. Yeah. There's this called the hippie drippy. We are putting all the things that your cells need to function at their best just right into your bloodstream. You're giving nursing a new trust, a new yes. worth, a new yep. value to consumers and then to nurses too like they believe in what they believed in again buka de beppo doesn't do pasta from scratch i don't believe so they microwave it pig's feet yeah you eat pig's feet i did when i was little and we had julian crying about a needle going into his arm is your body is like just trying to keep up telling you this stuff works because i feel it already i feel in a great mood if we built a hot tub time machine for you but we need you to come back with the drips pump this guy up (laughs) (laughs) dynamic drips Okay, welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Weekly Deposit episode 12. We have an extraordinary guest with us today. Someone who was a nurse in the past, a health conscious entrepreneur, someone that we desperately need in our lives. Yes, we do. Someone that brings the essential vitamins and minerals, uh, who replenishes the dehydrated, a mother of three beautiful kids, the drip queen herself. Please give a warm welcome to Laseth de Gracia. Welcome, welcome, Owner welcome. Of Dynamic Trips. Welcome, you guys. Welcome, welcome. Give her a warm welcome. So let's dive right in. I think we asked this question to all of our guests because me and Julian are avid travelers and we always yeah. love traveling. Uh, so we ask our guests, what's the last place you've been to and what's the next place you're going to? The last place I have been to, I just got home last Sunday from Italy. Oh, you know, it's funny. Our, our previous guests uh, were talking about going to Italy. Where oh, in Italy? Um, so we were on the Amalfi Coast for a few days, and then we went into Milano. Oh, wow. How was that? Yeah, it was awesome. It was, it, well, the Amalfi Coast is closed. Yep. It's winter, so there's nobody there. So we thought it was going to be busy because we couldn't book a hotel. It took a bit, and then we got there, and we're like, oh, so it's closed. So there was only like one little restaurant open. There was not a ton of stuff going on, but I, I think I probably liked it better that way. Yeah. I mean, nice. like we like rented a scooter and drove it all the way to like Sorrento and then back and then all around the coast. And we would have, it would have taken three hours to do that. What's, what's the winters like there? Is it pretty chill? Like 50, 60. Okay, oh, okay. So. That's not, that's not too bad. Yeah. That's not Minnesota. So winters. I'm in a sleeveless shirt and everybody else is in like a parka. <laughs> How's the food out there? Um, it was good. Is it, yeah. is it? The obviously it's in the homeland, you know, what would you compare it to like here, like an authentic Italian spot? Like, is it? I don't know. I mean, all their pasta is homemade. Okay. So the pasta part is hard from to scratch. Hit from scratch. Like you can tell with the noodles that their pasta comes from scratch. Okay. So it just, I mean, I don't know a place here that does pasta from scratch, but if you find somebody. Buca we'll de Beppo you. doesn't do pasta from scratch? I don't believe so. They microwave it. <laughs> well, they, I mean, they make the noodles like that day. Yeah. Um, and so I mean, they might make their own, but they're not, I don't believe they're that fresh. Okay. They had oh. really good strawberries. Like the fruit was super ripe, which was odd. But, yeah. yeah. Probably without all the pesticides and mm-hmm. whatnot. Yeah. So what's the next place you want to go to? Want to go? Yeah, or sure. If, if, you, if you had, you know, a thousand Amex points right now or whatever, um, what, what's the place that you would like to go to? We'll spin the globe. Spin the globe. Um, you know, I, I've always wanted to go to Brazil. I've Ooh. always wanted to go to the Maldives, which is kind of just mm-hmm. like the little tropical paradise, mm-hmm. but yeah. Where in Bra- Brazil? Brazil. Brazil. Yeah. Um, I just 
Panama is where my family's from. Mm-hmm. So right, Central America, just north of Brazil. Mm-hmm. And it's just always been a country that's interested me. I've loved the, the like rainforest pieces of Panama. Yep. So the weather. The weather is yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. All <laughs> the there. plants, all that, all I, the nature. Yep. I watched this movie with Carnival in Rio de Janeiro. I was like, I have to go yeah. here. It's just like a party. I was yep. like, that's that's right up my alley. Have you been to any of those carnivals before? Like, does Panama do something similar? Panama has different celebrations, but I, so I actually just went back for the first time in over 30 years. Um, okay. We went for Thanksgiving, 22 of us, so my whole family. Wow. We came nice. to the U.S. when we were little. Um, my mom snuck us out of the country and forged paperwork and was yeah. wanted by the police. Um, and we literally escaped when Noriega took over the government. And then um, nobody, my brother's in back, but the rest of us had never, had not been back since mm-hmm. we left when we were little. So we just went back in November. Nice. Yeah. So oh, I haven't wow. been there. That, that, that's an emotional thing to, to go back there. I know it's oh, a yeah. beautiful, beautiful uh, place, but I know that was really emotional for you to see. It was cool it, for my yeah. kids to see. Yeah. 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 No, that's and for really us cool. to all be there together. It was cool too. Yeah. I've watched a lot of documentaries on Noriega. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was a interesting fella to say the least. Um, tell us, you know, you kind of touched on a little bit of it right then there, but tell us a little bit about your story because I did read your bio. You're a first generation immigrant from Panama, like you mentioned. You fled the country at a young age, at four years old, with you and your parents and siblings. I'm a first generation immigrant uh, from a war torn country, and how is that like? Kind of growing up here and everything, because. Um, I think I came when I was two. You came here when you're four. It's probably a little bit easier for us to assimilate, mm-hmm. but not as much for our parents. Yeah, um, it was different. I mean, it was definitely not an, a traditional American upbringing. Um, yeah. When I when we first got here, and I was in kindergarten, I used to have to go with my dad. I was late for school every day because mm-hmm. he he couldn't he wouldn't even walk into the gas station speaking Spanish. He didn't yeah. speak enough English, mm-hmm. and I would have to help him get home from dropping my mom off at work because we had mm-hmm. one car. So just like that thought of like my father wouldn't even walk into a gas station and ask for directions. Like people don't really understand that or have had Mm -hmm. to really experience what it's like to have your family be dependent on you. Yeah. yeah, Be totally dependent on you and you don't speak the language. You've just left your entire family. Like my dad's face when we were in Panama, this man was the happiest dude I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, So just little things like that. Um, We always ate odd things. Mm -hmm. My dad was a chef. Um, but we had we had like the, the traditional spaghetti meatballs, and twenty kids from the neighborhood would be at the door, and then he would make like pigs feet or squid soup or just stuff that they would be like, no, no, pigs yeah. feet, yeah, oh, all you kinds pigs of feet? odd stuff. I did when I was little. Okay, I have not forced my kids uh, to, to take feet? that journey. No, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird being like a translator at such a young age because I was also yeah. a translator for my my mom and everything, and it's like. Because you don't even fully grasp no. the language or you what you're talking about. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, that's 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 very so <clears throat> you recently went back, everyone went back, your dad really loved it. Yeah. Um how did you feel your kids go too? My with kids you? went too. Yeah. Okay. So my parents, the four siblings that are my uh, brothers and two sisters, or two brothers, one sister, and then all of our kids. So all of the grandkids. Um, my mother's father passed away about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And he left. I was really close to him as a, as an adult. Mm-hmm. I traveled and taught IVs, and I would always go to where he lived or, like, a region around there, and I'd go drive even if it was four or six hours one of the days I was gone, and I'd go take him out to lunch or hang out with him. I always called him. He was a um, minister for a long time. Mm-hmm. My mom grew up, or a missionary, too, built churches. I would always call him when, like, hard shit in life was happening. Um, but I stayed really close to him, and I would always tell him that I wanted to bring my kids to Panama. Like, bucket list, I have to do it. 
And um, so he actually left a completely separate beneficiary account that no one knew about until he passed away. That was for all of us to go to Panama. Oh, so wow. he paid oh, wow. for the trip. That's a blessing. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah that's and awesome. sent us all. And we all got to go together. We were gone for 10 days. Panama City? Um, Panama City and then Cologne. Gotcha. We went to the canal. Because of course. Canal. I was going to say the yeah. canal, the most famous probably thing yeah, so there. That's cool. That's awesome. And did you guys come straight to Minnesota? No, we um, ended up in Ohio for a short period of time. And then my mom, uh, my mother's a PA. Mm-hmm. So she had a job in Minnesota and we had a truck that we could, you could see the highway driving all the way and came to Minnesota. We didn't know where we were going to live or anything, found mm-hmm. a house to, li- to rent when we got here. But she got a job and she was going to start the, the job when she was supposed to start the job. So we yep. came. Is that, that was kind of uh, the weather shock, the yeah. culture shock, everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's crazy. And I give it up to uh, first generation immigrants, especially the older ones. You know, obviously the kids a little bit easier, but the older ones just like come in with nothing mm-hmm. and starting from literally scratch yeah. and not knowing anyone, not knowing the language. So big ups to immigrant parents. Um, why is it so important to you that people live a healthy lifestyle? Um, I think it's important to me that people live a healthy lifestyle because I spent a lot of years of my life seeing people literally on what to them was the worst day of their life sometimes um, in not great situations. And I have always, life is too short. I say all the time, like there's this fine line, half of me wants to keep my kids in a bubble and not let them do anything because I know what the hell goes on out there. And Mm -hmm. part of me wants to be like, do whatever you want like live and be happy and have fun and laugh and who gives a shit about anything else. Um, I don't care if my kids grow up to be some success in some specific area. Like I want them to be good people and be happy. There's just, there's too much not feeling good and not being healthy. There's, it's just, it takes over our lives. Yeah. It's, it's hard to steer kids into anything you want them to do. They're going to decide. At the end. You just have to be supportive. Yep. Teach them the right morals to make the decisions that are best and, Roll with it. Do you have them uh, follow a, a certain diet or do you like, hey, no, don't My eat kids. that. Don't eat that candy or don't eat that pork or no. like, are you OK? They're no, children. OK, OK. No, Some kids. parents are big on no. that. Like, no, no GMO yeah, or vegetables. Yeah. Or this or that. yeah. No, no. At, at all. Nothing. They can Not just eat whatever I mean, they, they want. Don't, I, they don't eat whatever they want. Um, they eat home cooked meals a lot. I cook. That's a lot. very good. So they okay. eat a lot of home cooked meals. They eat a lot of meat. They eat a lot of vegetables. They eat a lot of stuff that's made from scratch. That's made well. Yeah. Um, they also eat a bunch of a lot of restaurant food, too. When we go places. OK. And American also, food and all. Yes, that. OK. Well, ask me to get Mike and Ike's at the grocery store and I come home with them. And I mean, OK. Do they like grandpa's yeah. cooking? Oh, yeah. OK. Yeah. The squids and everything. Uh, no, I don't know if my kids have had the squid soup, um, but they like his cooking. The squid okay. soup. <laughs> they That's like his American first. cooking. <laughs> yeah, they like like lasagna and those kinds of things that he makes. You should just tell them afterwards. That's the best way. Just let them eat it, then afterwards they, tell they them what it was. They Okay. So, a little That's... bit. They've tried a lot of stuff that a lot of other kids haven't, but they have not uh, the pig's feet in the squid soup. <laughs> I can't do that. I don't know. The pig's feet. So I have a lot of family that's in the South. And when you said pig's feet, that reminded me of that. And I don't, I don't eat pork. My, my mom was only one in our our family that did not uh, grow up with like eating meat. Everyone else did, but we didn't. So like fish and all that was big, but pork, no, it's not. And you don't eat pork. No, at all. At all. But chitlins, I was going to ask, is that, is that a thing in, in, not, not really. Okay, good. Mm -mm. Uh, No. 
If people don't know what chitlins are, it's pig intestines. Yeah. We, uh, we <laughs> ate cow tongue. Yeah, and it stinks. Yeah, cow tongue. My yeah, parents no. and stuff eat. I don't. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. Ugh. Nothing that looks weird for me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> if someone wants to be, start being more healthier, like today, what's the one thing you would recommend to them? I know, like you speak a lot about hydration. Mm-hmm. Is that it, or is there something else? Like, if I wanted to, you know, just be a healthier, yeah, my best yeah. version of me. Um, there's hydration, but then there's also all the things that go with the hydration that Dynamic Trips gives you, um, mm-hmm. which is just the vitamins and minerals that your body needs, your different cells need, your bones mm-hmm. need calcium to be strong, um, your muscles need magnesium to repair correctly. Mm-hmm. So there are all different elements that we should be getting through the food we eat that we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, that goes hand in hand with a whole bag of fluid where you're hydrating and kind of replenishing and replacing all the things that we break down every day. How much water do you think... The average person needs needs. Um, there's a, uh, there's a lot of back and forth with how much mm-hmm. water you actually need. Um, you hear a lot that two times their body weight in ounces. Um, okay, but nobody drinks that much water. Mm-hmm. About ninety percent of America, um, eighty to ninety percent of the world is chronically dehydrated. That's crazy. That's a crazy. No, stat. I I think that that's true. Uh, I mean, I've been following seventy five hard, and they say you're supposed to drink a gallon of water a day, and I'm like, oh god, it's like it. It's hard to drink a gallon of water it a day. Is. That is very, very hard to do. You know, like one of those guys in the gym with the milk gallon. <laughs> no, I used yeah. to. I used to be that guy. No, <laughs> used not, to I'm, be that I'm guy. Not, I'm not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for people who don't know, what is IV therapy? So IV infusion therapy is putting all of the right vitamins, minerals, nutrients that your body needs. Um, and the proper amount of hydration or just, I guess, added hydration, depending on how much you're taking in, into your bloodstream directly, as opposed to you taking the vitamins that you take orally mm-hmm. um, and your body breaking those down. We are putting all the things that your cells need to function at their best just right into your bloodstream, which your body does not have to work at all to use. Mm-hmm. It's immediately available. And then everything's water soluble. So anything that you don't use, your body gets rid of naturally. You pee out. Okay. So there's... Can- so- I was gonna say, can you explain? Because we're hooked up right now. You can you can you explain like what I have the hooked up so the public knows, and then what what Imran has as well? Okay, so you have different things going on here. Um, you sir have the pre party potion. As uh, I was informed that you were gonna have a couple beers tonight potentially. This one is um, we see a lot of <laughs> we see a lot of um, hangover fixes, but this is actually we give it to you before you even partake in adult decisions and. Um, that way you're using what we're putting in that bag and into your body in order to process all the decisions you make tonight. Um, so I can then, get totally blasted tonight, blacked out drunk. You know, there is a limit on everything. Okay. Yeah. I am no fight for eight bottles of tequila. That is a personal issue and I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I won't. Oh, you're going to yeah. feel better than you would have if you didn't do it. Are you going to feel mm-hmm. good? I doubt it. Come tomorrow um, when we have the intervention for Yeah, however, <laughs> it, is, it is giving your body all the things. When you break down alcohol, you, your body works hard, and you mm. pull up a lot of reserve. Your body's not meant to process alcohol. So what we're giving you, basically, you got a little backpack to go to war with now, and all the right things are in that bag going into your body. And when you're processing that alcohol, that's what you're going to use and study your reserve. Okay, I like that. That's wonderful. So you're going to kind of just be right where you started as opposed to way down here and have to recover. And how often could I get these, these drips? Depends oh, on oh, where wait. your goals are. Um, 
they usually last three to seven days. Um, like I said, it's water soluble, but it depends on what your goal is. We have people that are super sick that do two, three days in a row just to get back what their body. I mean, when you have a fever, you're literally running in place on the inside. I mean, that's how much you're burning is your body is like just trying to keep up. Um, and people have fevers with some of these viruses going around for 10 days. Yeah. I mean, think about how much that wears on your body to just literally be like for 10 days. That's yeah. all you're doing. It's going to take a little bit. Like one bag of fluid, it's not going to fix your life. But consistently just giving your body a little push to get back to baseline, you're going to recover a lot better and you're going to get better a lot sooner. Everything's going to go away faster and everything's not going to be as severe when it's there. And uh, what about mine? Yours, sir. Yours is called the hippie drippy. Yeah. Um, when I asked what our goals were, you talked about stress, um, which is good. <laughs> stress is good. There's stress yes. in being busy and there's stress in being successful. And that's a good thing. Um, but stress is stress. So the hippie drippy was created to kind of help your body and just relax your mind, just settle and your mood be just a little bit better to process the stress that comes. So it's not going to eliminate the stress in your life. Mm-hmm. It's just going to give you the tools to not get amped up about it. Yep, so I'm going to need this every morning when I'm prospecting, for sure. When I'm making those tough phone calls. <laughs> okay, so you, you inspire a lot of people, I'm sure, right? You inspire a lot of people, a lot of young people. I'm sure you do, probably yeah, even Yeah, come on, kids. you do, you do. You for sure do. But who, what are some, who are some people that inspire you? Where do you get your inspiration Where from? Where do I get my inspiration? Um, your drive, your inspiration. My parents. Okay. Okay. Hands down. Um, my family. My family is super hardworking, super strong. Like I said, we came to this country with literally nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, we had every single one of us in a pickup truck with everything we owned in the back. And for a family of six when we came to Minnesota. And um, my parents both worked their ass off full time. Um, my family's just always been super loyal to each other. We're super close. I have two older brothers and an older sister. I'm the baby. I'm the youngest of four. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just always, like, have each other's backs. We're always there to get done what it's needed. Um, so my family, huge motivation for sure. Um, in my nursing career, I've had a number of, of people that have influenced it, just other nurses. Um, mentors, per Yeah, se. mentors, nurses. Um, the business world, I have a whole new level of respect for people in business they're entrepreneurs um, yes yeah they're yeah. entrepreneurs um my significant other dave he is super successful in the mm-hmm. business world he um has done a ton in the time he's been in the industry and he tells me he jokes and he's like you work harder than i ever did like i don't even know what to think like it just is a whole different monster mm-hmm. and i just have a whole bunch of respect so i i mean i look up to him a lot in the business world um there's a number of people that I see that are out there that are other women that are doing it right. Yes. Um, Alesa, Honey Aesthetics, she's one chick. She started something awesome. She's got a reputation. She's got a following. Um, I told her the first time I met her, I was like, you, man, like you, I look up to inspires. you and I don't even know you. Yeah, yeah. inspires you, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of people kind of just in, in my world that... Did you say your significant other's name was Dave? Mm -hmm. I think we were trying, we were talking to Alec about getting Dave on the podcast as well, too. Dave would come? Dave would come. Okay. Okay. We're going to use you to get Dave on the show. (laughs) (laughs) No, but we need you to come back with the drips. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm already feeling it. Yeah. We'll have Dave. Yeah. We'll have Dave. Yes. Yes. We would love that. I love it. I love like the new slang term for drip. (laughs) I know. It's funny because when I chose the name of the company, Uh I didn't even like... 
it wasn't even cool then. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want it to say infusion. I just like wanted it to be something different. And I did not know that that's like slang for clothing for yeah, yeah. like young people. Like it's like a cool. Yeah. And it's kind of been coined here too, which is awesome. No, I, I like the name. It's a catchy yeah, name. It's very, yeah, it's a catchy tongue. name. Yeah. Dynamic drips. Um, what does the word faith mean to you? Um, it means to believe that. I mean, I tell my kids all the time, everything will always be okay. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's just an overall trust in whatever it is above that uh, guides our lives. I mean, you got to have faith. You got to believe in yourself. You got to believe mm-hmm. in other people. You have to, you have to, even when you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think just always having hindsight of everything's going to be okay. Like, and just trusting that, yourself. Trusting and just yourself. Getting out trusting there. God, trusting, yeah. you know, the people that you look up to. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, the people that you talked about mentors, you look up to people and you learn things and trust those people when they give you advice, if they know what they're doing. Yeah. Yep. And I'm sure starting this out, you've been through some trials and errors and you just keep on going and going and just figuring it out as you go. You know, I have no idea what, like I had yeah. no business, nothing when I started, I, I didn't even have, um, people will be like, you know, did you see this? Like other nurses, I didn't even know if I, I was going to have other nurses. I don't know. I just started doing it mm-hmm. and then got busy enough to like, I need help now. Yes. And then I <laughs> just kept needing more help. Yep. That's and, entrepreneurship, like yeah. one-on-one, just do it. And yeah. the rest will figure and itself out. You'll figure out. it out yeah. as you go, yep. you know. I was just saying, I don't take any, like, every time somebody's like, do you want to be at this? Do you want to be at that? I'm like, yep, yep, yeah. yep. I don't care what it costs. I don't care what it takes. Let's go. Well, we appreciate you coming on the podcast yeah. too, and, and, oh, yeah, and, and sure. taking the time out of your day. You know, because I'm sure that you're, you're, you're busy. I've seen your marketing. I've seen your videos and all that. I'm like, man, Sweet this is videos. really, really cool. Thanks. Yes. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, we'll shout out your IG and everything, oh, yeah. all okay. the social mm-hmm. media here Please at the do. end. Um, would you say you're kind of a spiritual person or? Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and that's where the faith ties back into. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I th- yeah. What does faith mean to you? I mean, it can it can mean a lot of things. I, I, for me, I think I found faith when I was at my lowest points in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was more of a a, a hope thing of, of me growing and just and just keep on consistently just going and going and going and believing in the higher power. You know, some people don't believe in higher power. Some people do. I, yep. I do. So uh, a, allowing that 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 thought uh, for me to grow is what is what got me to you know. I think you need have faith, faith in, in life, business yeah, well. in business and per- yeah. in personal relationships chips wherever you you have to have faith there's some yeah there's some ups and downs and i'm sure you've probably already gone through it because i think mm. you mentioned you were in business for a year and a half coming up on two uh yep it goes by fast doesn't it it is crazy to say that <laughs> it is crazy to say that i'm like wait what no but then yeah, yeah it's nuts Time flies when you're having a time good time. Flies. It's it doesn't insane. seem like almost two years it seems like more like <laughs> no. three months well, i worked full time i worked 48 hours a week up until may so I've oh. only been not working full time for like nine months now. Yeah. Oh, so it's like, and even to say that is like, what? How many employees do you have under you? Uh, I don't have employees. I have nurses. Yeah, but, you have um, nurse, nurses. I was um, fourteen, fifteen. Oh wow! Yeah, I've got four that I talked to last night that are um, interested that all would like to move forward in the onboarding process, and then I've got another um, Zoom meeting with five or six other nurses on Wednesday that are interested. And I've probably got 10 other resumes in my inbox. I think what, wow. you're, what you're doing is giving nurses opportunities to, to get into this field with you too, because I've seen the nurses strike. They're happy yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're happy they again. Like being nurses yeah. That's and they feel huge. valued and they feel worthy and they're like, Holy shit. People are happy to see me. Like I yes. get to their house and they're happy. 
And then they hug you and then they buy your kids Christmas presents and they know your birthday. And it's like they're building relationships with these people. I've had um, two nurses in the last week cry because of Mm -hmm. patients just because they care so much about the person. Um, So it's just it's crazy. You're giving nursing a new trust, a new worth, a new value to consumers and then to nurses too. like. They believe in what they believed in again. I know quite that's a few cool. nurses. There's some nurses that's going to be watching this episode too yeah. that are big fans Bring of this show. Man. So yeah, yeah so, so yeah. what you're doing right now is is great. Yeah. I, I think it. you touched on a key word there for us is building relationships. Yeah, and that's so important in whatever business you are, right? Building those relationships, knowing hey, kids, this, that, birthdays, anniversaries. So it's it's big in whatever business, whether you're you know, doing uh, IV therapy drips or you're doing a real estate business uh, relationships is probably the most Mm -hmm. important thing. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Um, So you worked at Regents Hospital, which is one of two trauma centers here in Minnesota. Uh, I know this because I worked there at one point too. Uh, It's a pretty stressful place, just like you were mentioning, uh, especially for nurses. Um, What made you want to be a nurse what was that experience like? And then how did that kind of shape you into this new venture you're taking on? Um, so I wanted to be a nurse. My mom was in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always interested in the medical field. I wanted to be a nurse. So I had my oldest child. He's 19. Um, I got in a really bad car accident when I was pregnant with him and had to be induced and have him a little bit early. And it was a very, it was just not a good experience. Yep. Um mm-hmm. I had one nurse that I absolutely loved and I had one nurse that I was, uh, I graduated high school six months pregnant. So I was pretty young and I had one nurse that definitely made me know that I was very young and didn't know shit. And I had another nurse that was just the nicest person in the world. Um, and I, I was like, I want to be, I want to be like that nurse. Um, and that was honestly what caused me to want to go to nursing school in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as a nurse, I jumped into the ER and trauma pretty quick. I worked at North Memorial as well, which is level one in Minneapolis. Yep. And then St. Paul at Regions. Um, and with that, I started right when I started ER, which is years ago, um, I started teaching IV insertion. So I actually have worked for Smith Medical, the company that manufactures the device that's in your arm. Um, for about 10 years as a nurse educator. So I have traveled all over to different hospital systems in the U.S. and physically taught the nurses, like, the skill of the different pieces of the device and how to use it, um, how they are best for the patient. We only use Smith's products, um, and that is because they are literally manufactured for your comfort. So I've taught that, and then I've also taught at St. Kate's. Um, Their master's PA program has been open, I think this is year 10, forgive me if it's 11, Mm -hmm. Um, but right from the get-go, they, PAs have to learn a lot that doctors don't necessarily do or learn, Mm -hmm. um, but that nurses do. So it was originally like a, hey, which parts of the ER, you do ER, what do you know, what can you teach, can you teach this, can you teach this, when the program was just forming, Um, and then it turned into a regular thing. So I teach IV insertion as part of what I teach them. Um, I lecture on fluid balance and the different kinds of fluids that can go in for different things. So it's always been like my jam. Um, Mm -hmm. I can put an IV in anyone. I I did vascular access at Children's Hospital. Mm -hmm. So it's just always been like, there's plenty of things I have no idea about in nursing. Mm -hmm. Um, IVs are just my thing. I was going to say, for anyone watching this... uh, that is a well-respected resume. <laughs> so, <laughs> for someone that's new to, uh, that to dynamic drips, like yes, there you go, right there. Like that is I mean, crazy. Yeah. Like you this have a ton like of my, knowledge. Like, yeah, cream of my existence as a nurse, and 
So it's always, yeah, it's always been what I've been good at, what I've known, yeah, like inside out. Um, yeah, so I, I've thought about it for a long time. Um, when I worked at Regions, mm-hmm. it's the first time I heard about it. But like I was saying, geared towards hangovers, geared towards mm-hmm. Vegas, party places. Yep. Um, and so it's always kind of been in the back of my head. I have had a number of friends tell me that I should do it just because it's who I am, mm-hmm. IVs. Um, and then in the beginning of COVID, I was in New York City for 13 weeks and I was working in the ER in trauma in the worst hospital in the United States. Um, and I drove home to see my daughter because I could not bring myself to miss her birthday. And I drove 18 hours each way because I was no fly for exposure. Um, and on the way back, it was like, okay, we're not doing this anymore. Yeah. Um, and not only that, I guess just seeing the medical field change, seeing the lack of trust in it, seeing people wait 12 hours in the ER away from their family and they literally get a bag of fluid and go home. Um, or they're waiting 12 hours, they're paying 1200 bucks, even with insurance and nothing comes out of it at all. Um, nobody trusting the medical industry. Like it just, nurses were pissed. They're unhappy. It just was not a good morale to be in. And I sat and made the website, made the logo, just started doing things. And here we are. Action. You took action. Yeah. You took you took action. And it, this is was around the COVID time. Yeah, that this uh, happened. So like the brainstorming and the putting together of things okay. happened while I also worked numerous different places um, across the U.S. during COVID. But um, we were. I was actually interviewing uh, a woman that I worked with at, at Children's, and mm-hmm. she was one of the first person that even knew I was going to do this because I had my little laptop over here, and I had I was doing vascular access and. I had some time to kill and I was over here like designing the logo and she's like, what are you doing? And now she would like to work for me. So she's going to, she's going to come on. Yep. She's going to come on. Wow. Look at it. Full circle. Full circle. So it's pretty cool. It's cool to see other nurses like trust me as a human. Even Um, one of my friends that I used to work with at regions called me yesterday to do an IV for her daughter and she posted it on Facebook so I can talk about it. Um, But she, I told her on the phone, I was like, dude, I'm almost in tears. Like, this is cool. Yes. Like I worked with you 10 years ago and I looked up to you. You were my charge nurse. You were like the person that knew everything. And now you're calling me to take care of your daughter and you trust me. Okay. So, uh, you kind of mentioned in the last question that you went to NYC and what was that experience? Like it was you on the front line of COVID, you said one of the most, um, packed the hospital. Worst hospital in the United States. It was the epicenter of the pandemic. Well, by worst, Ooh. what defined by worst hospital? Um, like most, the most deaths, gotcha. most like the busiest, just the, just the craziest. It was the one that was all over the news for storing bodies and ice trucks. And, oh wow. Oh wow. Um, yeah. Like tens of deaths in a day in each, de- wow. I mean, it was, yeah. So it was right in Queens. What was that? What was that like? Is it, is it just what it sounds like? Just, yeah. I mean, it was crazy. It was, um, I mean, day one, I think eight people died in the ER. Um, the beds were pushed so close together. Like there was no rooms. There was literally beds lined up where you're like climbing from one to put an IV in the other one. Um, people lined up outside, everybody in spacesuits. You don't know who's a doctor, who's who there's people. I mean, like the doctors took naps in the corners, sometimes just in a chair sitting up like 15 minute power nap because they're awake so long. Um, they were a trauma hospital, so I saw the worst traumas I've ever seen in my life when I was in New York. Um, the That was a big part of, like, the COVID stuff was the mental health was so not talked about, but mm-hmm. so, so relevant. Um, murders and suicides and self-harm and just, like, people were in 700-square-foot apartments living re- really close family members 
trapped and cooped up and throwing each other out windows. I mean, there was bad stuff happening to people's mental health. And um, that was like not highlighted at all. Um, so I mean, it was it was crazy. It was the, that sounds it was an crazy. experience. I stayed in Jersey City. Um, the other part of the odd experience piece was um, just seeing New York like that. I mean, I mm-hmm. drove through Chinatown and Little Italy every single day to go to work and didn't see a person. Nobody. Like, yeah. Nobody. And McDonald's wasn't even open. I mean, it was it was crazy. Um, just to see New York like that. Yeah, right. And because yeah. anytime you picture New York, it's just like, busy. you know, uh, busy, mm-hmm. tons of people walking. Either it'd be tourists or uh, the uh, city. The people, yeah. Yep. So that's, that, that is crazy. And it sounds scary. It sounds like a movie. Like, yeah, I, mean, it was like I am legend type. Like, it's oh. just desolate. How long were you there for? Uh, 13 weeks. What is, you know, and you can be very vague about this. What's like the craziest hospital story you have, right? I, you don't have to obviously give details, but something um, that is just like, because I'm sure you've seen it a lot. Just, uh, just in general, like. I think in general, um, not even, not even craziest story. I think in general, it's crazy how much people don't know goes on in the world. Yeah. Um, it is absolutely insane. Like how just the things that we see in the ER Mm -hmm. um, that you would never even believe people do or have or um, craziest stuff. I mean, the craziest traumas I saw were in New York city. Mm. The, my very first day that I was there, um, I had a, I think I had three, three or four patients and I was literally just getting like my orientation was walk around the unit. Here's where things are. That's whose patients you're taking. And there was like 10 of them and there was not, really a rhyme or reason to where these people were, how mm-hmm. they were. I mean, there was a paper taped onto their bed that said their quote room number because there weren't rooms. And you had to correlate that with the sheet you had. And, um, the, they had a trauma come in and I, she, the charge nurse, she looked at me and said, you know, are you trauma trained? You're going to take this one. Um, and it was a 28 year old that was jumping from one side of the subway to the other and got hit by the train. Oh. So patient, like first like round of patients when I had, I think like eight or nine other patients, um, that guy was my patient and like open thoracotomy in the ER, which is where you split their ribs open and physically like pump their heart with your hands to try to save their life. Um, day one hours in, that was, that was your first experience. That was a little nuts. Um, that sounds crazy. Yeah. And so. we had Julian crying about a needle going into his arm. <laughs> He's gonna I don't like needles. <laughs> worth it though. No, no, I, I already feel it now. I feel amazing yeah. right now. I had the, um, the one experience I didn't, I wasn't around for regions for this, but the whole, like, I don't know if you were around, maybe Code or silver, the, the guy grabbed the gun. No, no. Oh. The baby. Oh, there's the another linen. one. The what? The baby in the linen. Oh, um, I wasn't there then. I heard yeah. about it though. That, yeah, that was crazy. I was like, and that's like you said, there's a lot of stuff that goes on People that nobody no knows. Idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No idea. Right. I sometimes watch those like uh, shows that they just bring on like crazy, crazy things that happen in the ER. And again, in the trauma center, which yeah. is even, even crazier. Yeah. So um, it's nothing like Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no McDreamy or whatever it is. It no, 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 nothing like Grey's <laughs> no. Anatomy whatsoever. I like no. to think of it more like Scrubs. <laughs> is that a musical she, happening? Yeah, musical. Not real. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Um, tell us about the, what your favorite drip is and which one you use personally. I know I got the hippie one. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. um, and he got the pre-party one. Mm-hmm. What are the ones? Name all the ones, and then which one's your favorite? Well, there's 12. Okay, there's 12. Ooh, that's a lot. Yeah, there's 12. Um, so there's the original, mm-hmm. um, which is basically all the things your body needs. There's mm-hmm. the triple D, which is detox, uh, mental focus. That one's like the most vitamin packed. It's the den- densest. I always say do that after you've done one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have the pre-party potion, the post-drink drip. We've got the immunity one. Um, the discomfort, which is for aches and pains. That's a good one for migraines as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the hippie drippy for mood. We have a pre and post workout. So the pre is the rip drip. The post is the race to recovery. Um, and then we have three that are kind of geared towards the ladies since we're women owned. Um, the drop dead gorgeous, which is hair, skin, and nails. And then we have a skinny drip, which increases metabolism and energy. Um, and then we have the damsel in distress, which is kind of geared towards women during that time of the month for the cramping and the bloating and the mood and mm-hmm. all the things we don't like feeling. That's a top seller, I bet. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's actually a game. I mean, that's a life changer. That's yeah. uh, one of my best friends from high school. Her daughter's been doing it religiously for a year and her symptoms have like almost all the way dissipated. Um, so it's pretty cool. My, um, my favorite is the rip drip, the pre-workout one. Um, okay. That one, hands down, I think... Um, I use the most probably, um, Mm -hmm. I train for Olympic weightlifting for competing and I lift a lot of heavy weights and my workouts are pretty strenuous. Um, and it, it just gives you, you don't get to that point where you're just like, Oh my God, how much do I have left? Mm -hmm. Um, I do because my trainer tries to take my life regularly, (laughs) but you don't, you just don't get super fatigued. Um, Mm -hmm. and then afterwards, like end of the day, when you have those big muscle workouts, you can tell like you're just like dude i'm drained like i just feel yeah. like just crumping depleted yeah um you don't feel like that so i i've worked out i've done it at like 9 a.m worked out earlier in the day and then got until like 10 30 at night where i'm still running around doing stuff for my business and i'm like hmm okay and then you're also not as sore um so your muscles recover better um okay. you put in there's an amino acid blend in that one that mm-hmm. you can't put you can't really take orally put it in your bloodstream and it increases the production of nitrous oxide, um, which increases human growth hormone, both the production and your body actually like releasing it and using it. So it's literally repairing your muscles from the inside out, like cell by cell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if I'm, if I'm weightlifting and say, Hey, I want to, you know, gain 10 pounds of, of, of muscle, then I should, I should take that regularly. You should eat more. Eat more. Well, I know that, <laughs> um, but I'm just but saying for you should, your yeah. training to get bigger. Yeah, I mean, it would help you. Yeah. It would yep. help a so lot. Okay. If you think about like when you train, when you when you're sore, mm-hmm. when you try to grow your muscles, you want tiny pounds of muscle. You're ripping your muscles. Yes, that's how they grow. They're ripping and regenerating and bigger now because they're scarred and growing yep. and replenishing. Um, so if you're tearing your muscles apart, they have to recover until they can even take on the same amount of torture as you just produced. Mm-hmm. So if you give your body what it needs to recover your muscles and your cells are now super strong instead of depleted and weak in order to recover that muscle and make the pain go away, make the inflammation go away, your next workout's better too. Okay. Is that why you asked us if we were going to go work out? Yeah. I, gotcha. I really wanted you to say you were going to, but I did before. Yeah, we I did, did before. That's all right. I got you next time. Next, next time, time. For sure. Next mm-hmm. time I want to try that. Next yeah. time. Cause yeah, that does sound like a, I'd rather take that than like a C4 or something. Yeah, you don't get the tingles. You don't get, I mean, yeah. it's natural. It's vitamins. Felt like I drink a four loco or something. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> That's, that stuff is bad. Did, do you, yeah. Have you had C4 before? I have. My ears, they tingle. They, they tingle mm-hmm. your ears? Yeah. yeah. My hands tingle. Like the tops tingled. of my ears. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. My, see, my hands started to tingle and I was like, no, it's not for Yeah, me. it gets yeah. jittery and stuff like that and I, I don't like it either. So I just have a glass of coffee and I'm like, okay, let's go. Oh, now you got a rip drip. Before the workout? 
Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do it. I'm I'm game for that. <clears throat> let's talk a little bit more about, you know, dynamic drips. Um uh, why is it healthy for the body and who would you say is kind of who it's for? Is it for everybody and anybody or would you say it's kind of geared towards a specific people who like you said some people who work out, some people who are sick or a little bit for everyone? Both. Um okay. each infusion is geared towards a different set of symptoms and ailments. Mm-hmm. Um However, proper hydration, the, the right vitamins, minerals. I mean, I, I say think of it like that bag has everything. If you had in the meal you're sitting down eating was organic fruits, vegetables, red meat, the right leafy grains and all those things, and then you had exactly the right amount of water that your body needs, that's what we're giving you. So there isn't a person in the world that can benefit from it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the things I love about it is that you can, we can tailor it to you. So we can put out 12 things that are completely different, each one of them, and has a different purpose and a different feeling with it. Um, so I think, I think it could benefit everyone. And then I think targeted, targeted demographics too. Gotcha. Is there any side effects to this or no? I like to tell people the biggest side effect is addiction um, because you feel real good and then it starts to go away and then you're like, I want that again. Chasing Where'd that, that go? Okay. Um, I mean, think about if you ate right. If you eat right three days a week consistently in six months, you're going to feel pretty, pretty good. Yes. Yep. And then yep. you stop eating right for two weeks. You're going to slowly be like, damn it. I need to do that again. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's kind of the same thing. You're putting the right things in your body. Your cells are literally happy and functioning and we're not supposed to walk around like mad. We're walking around. We're supposed to wake up and want to do things with our lives and want to live happily. And yeah. we don't cause we're not good on the inside. Is there one that's kind of geared more towards like a vitamin D since the lack of sunlight we get here? In this yeah, so if you want yeah. today, I'll give you a vitamin D injection. Um, vitamin D is fat soluble, so you can't put it into an IV. Mm. It's an injection into your muscle. So in the fat cells in your muscle, your body holds on to that and then slowly over time it dissipates. So you get a really good like subtle level of it mm. um, and you're not blasted with it. So the way that it goes into your body is different. But mm-hmm. every time your heart beats, your blood picks that up through your muscle. Gotcha. And then puts it all over your body. That's so why I feel like some we can definitely do a vitamin are, yeah. D injection today too, if you want. Yeah, I think that's why. Pump, I like pump a this lot of guy people. up. <laughs> real happy. <laughs> I'm I'm in a great mood right now. So Good. this is testimony. Hippie, drippy man. Testimony. Yes, she looked at me and was like, "This guy needs the hippie drippy." <laughs> I saw it in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if we uh, we always ask our uh, we always like to ask this question. So the beginning question is a travel question, and then this question at the end Uh-oh. we always like to ask too. If we built a hot tub time machine for you, what are a few things you would tell your past self? It's my favorite question. Oh, dear. Um, what are a few things I would tell my past self? I, I think I'd tell my past self that even, even more that it's going to be okay in certain moments. Um, I tell my past self, I think exactly what I'd tell someone that was my age at any certain time. I mean, I, I genuinely think I try to live my life to be who I needed at whatever point. Mm-hmm. for whoever it is. So I think that same advice would go. I mean, just what I learned, I think um, you grow so much as a young adult, literally, I think from like 20, 26 to 28 to like 32, like you change like 180 in who you are. And you really, I think take it takes that much to really find yourself and get to a level of life where, so I think just don't, don't doubt yourself too young. Don't mm-hmm. ever doubt yourself, yeah. period. Um, but definitely don't think like you have to have it all together. There's way too much pressure yeah. on young people right now to have some kind of like set up textbook life and 
I yeah, think being that a good they see person. On Instagram. Yeah, just and be they a see good on person. Social media, yeah. So much more important. Yeah. So maybe that's it. Just be a good person. They all don't think they don't need worry like so a much. Lamborghini or something yeah. to like feel. But or anything, just to be worth something. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I agree with that. No, it's better to just, you know, deposit value into the world. Yeah. Little shameless plug there. Deposit. Yeah. <laughs> um okay, perfect. Lisa, tell us tell the, the audience uh Social media plugs, anywhere else they can find you, anything like that. Uh, if you want to speak into your camera and just. I don't even have my camera. <laughs> that's that your camera right there. there. That is Hello, dedicated all camera. to you. There's my camera. Yep. Right. Um, so Instagram is Dynamic Drips. Uh, Facebook is Dynamic Drips Infusions and Wellness. And the website is www.dynamicdrips.com. You can book right online. Um, 612-208-8245 is the phone number as well. So call or text, email if you need anything. But Wherever yep. we got you. She she has that unlocked the way she's just said that. She she's <laughs> yeah. been practicing. I've said it that yeah. many times. <laughs> and and, and they come out to you. Like Yeah, we're mobile. We're yeah, totally mobile. Like, come We've on. got uh, nurses as far south as Owatana. Just hired one in Mankato. So we're coming for you, Mankato. Um and then as far north as Chisago City, we're in western Wisconsin. The convenience okay. is there, guys. So you're everywhere in the Twin Cities. Everywhere in the uh, Twin Cities. What's hours of operation? Like um, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. daily. We okay. will come mm-hmm. through for you. So if okay. it's outside of those hours, call me. I get weekly. That late night rager. Oh, I get weekly phone calls at like 3 a.m. <laughs> that are like, I need an appointment for 2 p.m. I got to be somewhere by 3.30. I'm like, okay. Jeez. Done. I'll answer. Okay. You'll answer? Yeah. That late? Oh, yeah, man. I'll answer. Oh, wow. I'll make you the appointment. <laughs> There we go. All about her business. I yeah. love it. all about business. I love that. I love that. Okay. Okay. Uh, weekends too. Yeah, weekends too. Okay, seven days that's, a week. That's seven when you need it most. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't yeah. want to know. You know, there has to be a, a time where you shut it off. Can you but, just come um, drip me in the bar? <laughs> uh, if you needed us to, we could. We we have a van, so we actually I'm going to put together some packages for like. Bachelor bachelor parties where yeah. we'll do a pre-party on the way, but we'll also in your package bring you home. So sober ride. I think we right need away. a dynamic drips party bus. What do you I guys have think? One. You have you're a party of, bus. You're ahead of me. I have a party bus. What's it? Oh, it's wow, a van. she has it's a party a bus. Sprinter van. <laughs> Didn't you see the video Wait, yesterday? There's a difference the between a bus and a van. <laughs> mm, it's a party bus. Okay, okay, okay. In a, a van. bus. I'm thinking of like a school a bus. Creepy. Yeah, yeah, like uh, a school bus. I, like that. That's what I was thinking of. I mean, it's not that big, but it seats 13. Oh, uh, that's big. That's, that, that, that's a, yeah, okay, that's a, okay. And it's all decked out. It's got the lights. It's yeah, got I the, saw the it radio. in the video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can we oh, yeah. take a ride in the, in the, the bus? IVs? You want a podcast from the yes. van one yes. day? That would be yes. cool. Yes, let's do that. Let's set that next, up. Okay. Yeah, next episode with Dynamic Drips, Drips and Laseth will have that. See, the hippie yeah. thing is kind of already getting me. Yeah, it's kicking in. We'll get you, we'll get you on my site. Words you here. guys can talk to the people. You can come to it. an event or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We Thanks can have so. like a little mic and just walk around and ask. <laughs> this is testimonial. I'm telling you, yeah. this stuff works because I feel it already. I feel in a great mood. So, oh uh, boy, thank you. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> don't get too wild today. All right. <laughs> okay, um, thank you so much, Lisseth. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for your time. We thoroughly enjoyed this podcast, probably one of my favorites. We hope you come back in the future when your empire is global. Oh you don't God. forget about little all me and Julian, um, <laughs> guys over here at Weekly Deposit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I can't tell you how much we really needed this IV therapy. I know yeah. Alex told us about I did, it. I yeah, did. yeah, I did. And, and, and it's it's amazing. Is there? Are, you're on Google. I'll write a Google mm-hmm. review. I yeah. will write a Google Five review. Stars only, please. Five stars, of course. If, yeah. if I can, I'll hack the system to put six. 
Um, I highly recommend that's it to everyone. Talking, that's, <laughs> that's what that is. I highly, highly, highly recommend everyone go visit the website um, and get some drip therapy. You guys, please comment, like, subscribe to the channel, mm-hmm. get the drip. Tell us what you need, what vitamins, minerals. Please contact Liseth and the Dynamic Drips team. They will come out to you. They make it so convenient, literally. Like you just sit there and you can veg out while she just plugs you and, you know, um, play your video games, your Call of Duty or whatever you're doing um, and and get the Dynamic Drips. Thank you, Liseth. We appreciate your time. Thank you. Yes, and uh, we hope to have everyone back for episode 13. You guys, thank you so much. It was great great podcast, everyone. We love you. Uh, Like, comment, subscribe. Thank you. We're out.